The following is a Mission Studios podcast. This is the missionary position, and we are... Off-color. Politically incorrect. Abrasive. Offensive. Insensitive. Obnoxious. And sometimes stuck in the fuck you mode. It's Friday. It's February 22nd. And I spent the last week billing for hours I didn't work. I'm AC. You're AC. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I just told you. Jesus, there's one for the blooper reel. (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Okay. Does that make me Jason then? No, I just forgot how to count. (laughs) 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 This is so going in. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's Friday. It's February 22nd. And I spent the last week billing for hours I didn't work. I'm Jason. And I'm AC. And on this week's episode... We repeat ourselves. We spit in the face of PC culture. We repeat ourselves. But we don't take things as far as last time. So move up. Turn off the lights. Lay down. And get ready for the soothing sounds you can masturbate to. Okay. This is episode seven. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think like coming off the heels of episode six, I know for sure I made some comments that um, might have painted me as a bit of an anti-Semite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> might have? Well, it certainly did. I, yeah, I, I guess there's no way to sugarcoat like making a joke and uh, uh, anything to do with uh, making light of the Holocaust or making light... Yeah, I don't believe you did that. That was kind of a low blow. But yeah... Um, <laughs> Be- before before I uploaded episode six, um, there were a couple of people that went through the preliminary listen with us, right? One one was your girlfriend, one was my wife, and both of them, I think, had similar reactions. Was like, you're not putting that online, are you? <laughs> and I thought, okay, these are people that are used to hearing the way we talk. They know us. They know there's no intent behind it. They mm-hmm. know that we are just politically incorrect assholes. Mm-hmm. And they know that we're not trying to be shitty. But it was funny as shit. They also know that um, we don't do a particularly fantastic job of censoring ourselves sometimes. You mean we don't censor ourselves? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay. See, I was trying to make it more politically correct. See, like I, yeah, I'll, get off I'll, the piss pot and continue what you're saying. I'll, I'll, I'll filter myself with stupid, meaningless things. But when it comes to saying Hitler was right, yeah, no problem. I'll jump into something <laughs> that dumb with fucking both feet. Um, so well, when see, I saw I do that, so. when I saw how they reacted, I realized that we're on the right track. And it's not that we're like intentionally trying to shock people. Because mm-hmm. I think way back in episode one, we we talked about that. We're not looking to be shock jocks, right? Right. But at the same time, if listening to our bullshit desensitizes you to some of the more ridiculous things you might hear in the day to day today, mm-hmm. I would consider that to be a win. Or even if it just makes you think and and say, you know what? this person is complimenting me or this person is holding the door open. I'm not going to take that negatively. I'm going to say thank you because they're trying to be a nice fucking person. Hmm. Even one. Then I think we've succeeded. Yeah, I guess you don't have to get on board with the racist jokes or the homophobic comments. 
Right. If you have to hold something to be offensive to, well, you know what? That that's your prerogative. Doesn't mean I'm gonna. And and I think that's a that's a comfortable line for most people to draw. Not mm-hmm. everybody is gonna land as far away from political correctness as we do. But yeah, I mean, there's the easy stuff like oh, so and so held a door open for me. So and so complimented me on my hair. You know what? I complimented you on your appearance. It doesn't mean that I'm making a pass at you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm just being nice. Right. Now, I have, and and I probably will again, I have gone up to women that I have no fucking idea who they are, and I quantify, you know, I know you're probably with somebody, or I know you've probably got a boyfriend, or I've got a girlfriend, so I don't want you to take this as a come on, but you are exceptionally beautiful. Because I don't think there's anything wrong with giving people a compliment. I like getting compliments. Well, you're fucking ugly, so you're never going to get that. No, but that's the thing. I, like, I, I don't assume that somebody is, like, trying to come on to me if they pay me a compliment on my appearance. Hey, nice shirt. Cool, thanks. Right. And 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 you have an ego. A big one, yeah. So, for somebody to take that as a, oh, you're coming on to me, realistically, get the fuck over yourself. You know like, what? I, seriously? I, that's quickly becoming the mantra of this episode is get the fuck over yourselves. Yeah. Like, honestly, who do you think you are? You're not that fucking special. So, you're not that special where you can just assume everybody's out to get you you're not that special where you can assume everybody wants you and you're not that special where you can assume that you're in a position to fucking judge right. fuck you absolutely wants to make a per episode donation visit www.patreon.com slash missionary we spent some time on I can't remember which episode it was now looking back speaking about political correctness and our aversion to it. I think we've hit that on a couple of episodes. (laughs) (laughs) But I think because the subject matter is so diverse when we start getting into political correctness and why we have a problem with it. Or what area of political correctness? Yeah, um, we could spend a lot of time exploring it and I think not end up repeating ourselves too much, which... I think for me at least, not repeating myself is a real big win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you sometimes like to repeat yourself. Yeah. One of, one of the questions that popped into my head today was sort of along the the lines of political correctness and I think ties very much into the overall theme of really the, the, the feel of this show mm-hmm. which is us basically saying what we think, how we think it, why we think it, with mostly uh, a disregard for how other people might receive it. Right. Um, The question that popped into my head was, does the meaning of my words change just because you're offended? (laughs) So I don't know if you wanted to spend some time unpacking that. Well, that's that's a lot of bags. (laughs) (laughs) Because it also depends on context, so on and so forth. So let's just say we're walking out of a grocery store. Okay. And, you know, are we holding hands in this scenario? You hold the door open for somebody. Okay. You know, what has what has your experiences been if you you know you're walking out and you're just holding the door open for somebody? Most of the time when I when I hold the door open for somebody, I'll either get a quick nod or a thank you. It's it just it's one of those invisible transactions for the most part. I appreciate it when it's done for me. I extend mm-hmm. the courtesy to other people just by default. If you're close enough behind me, I will hold the door. If you're too far behind, I'm not going to make an awkward situation by standing there waiting and staring you down. Right. But I'm not going to let the door slam in your face either because I'm not looking to be a dick. 
and and that's pretty positive. So what's if any a negative effect you've had? Um, I've only ever had one negative response to the door holding open thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I got into it online. I, I don't remember it was last year, or the year before, with this individual. I'll just say her first name was Chelsea, and what Chelsea's take was that. I was really overstepping my bounds by holding the door open for other people. In fact, I was the asshole in this scenario because where did I get off just assuming that the person wasn't capable of opening the door for themselves? So now manners are politically incorrect? Well, that was sort of, I think, the direction where she was going. She pulled no punches in explaining to me all the different ways I was shitty for holding a door open for another human being. And it wasn't even about, am I holding a door open for a woman or am I holding it open for a man? It just, if I hold a door open, I'm the dick. And I had a, I had a problem with that because, I mean, going back to your original question, the overwhelming response, the, the norm is that people either don't acknowledge it, which I'm honestly personally okay with, mm-hmm. Or you'll get some manner of thanks or appreciation, polite nod, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, th- that's just what I would expect. Right. Either from neutral to positive, but not negative. So you get this occasional outlier who looks at the situation differently and then is so militant about it. They expect everybody else to bend to suit them who are the extreme minority. I would think that if you're in the extreme minority, maybe it's you that needs to consider bending a little bit. Maybe don't shit on the fact that everybody else likes that whole pay it forward um, arrangement with holding the door. The door is held open for me. I held it for the person behind me. The person behind me held it for the person behind them and so on. The only person that has a right to bitch is the person that runs the store because the hydro bill will go up because their door being open all the time. <laughs> well, and, and that's the that's the thing. I mean, like, I mean... Yeah, I guess we we could avoid offending anybody and just prop the goddamn door open. Mm-hmm. But then the homeowner, or, or not the homeowner, the business owner is the one who gets offended because his utility bills are now through the roof, right. just because some fucking retard decides that you know oh, you hurt my feelings by holding the door. It was my turn to pull the handle. Well, like, Jesus Christ! Like I understand if it's an elevator button, that's something to fight over. But a fucking door handle, get over yourself. Fuck off. Right. Well, in in the same respect, you you're left with two scenarios. Either you upset the business owner, keep the door open, or you stop the person behind you, physically make sure the door's totally shut, and then walk away. <laughs> I would love to see that just once. Okay, challenge accepted. I'll fucking do it next time I go to Walmart. Maybe we should just put in revolving doors everywhere, and then like the only awkwardness we have to worry about is, okay, did somebody get into my little revolving cubby with me causing this fucking awkward conga shuffle <laughs> or you know did somebody leave a fart in the cubicle <laughs> but we, we don't have any of these like deep fucking uh, political questions of is it appropriate to hold the fucking door or is it not like, right. I, I hate that's... having to split hairs over this shit but I mean but that's where political correctness takes us well, because everybody now feels they have the right to be offended right well remember our motto that we got from Matt Dillahunty offenses taken not given correct if somebody's offended by my words that's not my fucking issue if somebody's offended because I feel like being a nice person and holding the door open for a man woman transgender gay lesbian whatever the scenario yeah 
then I'm not going to let somebody shit on me because I feel, well, today being the exception, I feel like being a nice person. And, and it's so stupid, too, because it, it's it's amazing how a simple... Um, gesture? Yeah, it's a simple gesture of, of kindness, courtesy, whatever the case may be. I mean, the intent behind it... I mean, if I hold the door open for a woman, it's not because I'm subscribing to some sort of old-timey notion of chivalry or whatever the fuck it is where I feel like it's my job as a man to hold the door open for this frail creature that, that is a woman. I, I don't... It doesn't even occur to me that she's a woman. It just occurs to me that this is a person behind me. I'm not putting additional meaning into the situation. I'm right. just doing something for me. And, you know, that's how it works in a kind gesture. So, I mean, if a gesture of kindness can be twisted into some act of sexism or misogyny or some other bullshit... Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is like a simple act of a door. I mean, you want to scale that up a little bit, make it a little bit, you want to muddy the waters a little bit. What if I make a comment about something that mm-hmm. is equally meaningless and equally good-natured? Do I really need to concern myself that somebody else is offended by it? Or is that offense their fucking problem? That offense is their problem. And I've made a point, and I do this almost every single time I go somewhere and I get good help. Walmart, today, that lady that was at the cashier, we were doing the express cashier where there's like 15 cashiers and you go in the line and they let you go through. Okay, right. Number three is open, number four is open. And this woman with beautiful complexion, a, a little bit of darker, kind of something that I'm attracted to, she had these amazing yellowish green piercing eyes. Mm-hmm. And I told her, you have absolutely beautiful eyes. My lady was standing right beside me. If anybody had a right to get offended, it was my girlfriend. Yeah, that's <laughs> But fair. nobody did. Nobody did. And I refuse to let myself worry if somebody's going to be offended if I want to pay them a compliment. I, I'm done with that shit. I'm done worrying about it. There's a stress there I don't need. If somebody chooses to get offended because I tell them they have nice eyes or I really like their coat or that color scarf goes really well with your skin complexion. If somebody wants to get offended over that... That's not my issue. That's their issue. You got a problem with that. Okay, well, I'm sure you got a problem, but you know what? I don't. So go have your problem in your corner and go masturbate for a little while and fucking take yeah, some stress Yeah, calm out. yourself down somehow. Yeah, rub one out and fucking leave, relieve a little bit of stress here. Go on, fuck. Well, I, I think about like even, um, as I think we both had feedback from those people who know us right. about the, the way that, the kind of vocabulary, I guess, that we employ on the show, right? <laughs> Like, you, you heard from your, your mom, I think, who had listened to the show and was surprised to hear the color in your commentary. The amount of color, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it comes as a surprise to those people because they don't often... Well, I guess before we started doing this show, people didn't really have an opportunity to sort of eavesdrop on our conversations, right? Right. So... Because we're too busy telling them to fuck off. Well, the way we present to other people may not be the way that we present with each other. So, I mean, the way we do this show is it's you and me just talking mm-hmm. and we're having the conversations we were going to fucking have anyways using the words we were going to have anyways. So right. there's a lot of fucking F-bombs that get dropped. Mm-hmm. And I make no apologies for that because that's the way you and I communicate as friends. Now, just just a little side note here. If at any time we choose to do like a call-in and shit and somebody comes into our conversation mm-hmm. as a call-in, it's still not going to change. I'm not going to fucking lighten my words. No, because they're, they're, they're joining this conversation. Right. They're not starting a fresh one. So right. fuck you if you call in. But anyways, where, where I was going with that is 
you and I, if the microphones aren't in front of our faces and it's you and me just hanging out, right? Right. There are certain jokes we're going to make and neither one of us is going to make assumptions about intent based on the words that are chosen, right? Like, if you and I are walking into the coffee shop together and my hand brushes yours, mm-hmm. you turn to, to me and say, like, fucking fag. fag. Exactly. <laughs> and we both laugh. I know you're not a homophobe. Right. You've got, like, out and proud people in your family. Mm-hmm. I've got out and proud people in my family. And as much as you assholes that are just looking for reasons to get offended, be like, well, you know, it's the calling card of the bigot is saying some of my best friends are so-and-so. Like, fuck you. Some of our best friends, our closest family actually are gay. Mm-hmm. You know, people of color. Not only are there people of color in my family, I would consider myself a, pe- a person of color. I don't really care if somebody wants to drop a racist slur if it is in good humor. I don't take offense to the stupid shit. You know, like, it, it's so fucking dumb how, like, we can just understand each other, just two guys having a conversation. You know, we can say any number of um, quote-unquote inappropriate things to each other, and there's no judgment that comes about as a result of that. Mm-hmm. We don't get in the way of just free, open, whatever communication. Or better yet, we don't get in our own way of open communication. So why does this have to change? I mean, if okay, so you and I sitting around here having a talk. So if you put microphones in front of us, now suddenly we're not supposed to have the same sense of humor. If we're sitting in a coffee shop somewhere, we're not supposed to have the same sense of humor. We're supposed to like uh, edit our commentary, our comments, our humor, our everything about ourselves on the fly just mm-hmm. because somebody might assume that there's intent and malice behind the comments. Well, that's their assumption, not ours. And I think something we should do is maybe get a pair of like jogger pants made. Mm-hmm with our logo on the ass end and have that ass end so it unbuttons. Like a trap door. Right. So if anybody happens to be offended, we can get up and let the trap door down and they can kiss my fucking ass. I think that's fair. Yeah. You know, if if you want me to accept you for how you are, don't assume that there's intention in what I say. Ask, and then you'll know for sure. Well, and that's the thing. I think a lot of people might misunderstand what we're saying here as us endorsing people being shitty and I'm not saying being shitty like if, if you have a problem with people of different sexual orientations from your own if you have a problem with people of different colors than your own if you have a problem with people who are different from yourself mm-hmm. shut the fuck up about it right if you don't have a problem with people that are different from yourself and <laughs> you want to make a funny say mm-hmm. make the funny and if somebody has got a problem with it, well, holy shit, man, that sounded really fucking racist. Dude, I'm not racist at all. This guy's mm-hmm. my best friend, and I call him fucking dirty half-breed all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. It's our thing. It's not, first of all, nobody fucking asks you to eavesdrop. Yeah, it's not even, for yeah, that's the first thing. It's not even your fucking conversation. What the hell are you doing in it? Yeah, we're rude for saying shit, and you're not rude for butting in where you weren't fucking welcome. Fuck you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, If you were welcomed into the conversation, as, you know, anybody who's listening to this show has been invited into the conversation. Yep. If you got a problem with anything we say, feel free to reach out to us, send us a message, open the dialogue. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, I think what you said was inappropriate because, and then state your case. If you want to send a message saying, I'm offended, and leave it at that, 
that is absolutely meaningless. I don't give a shit if you're fucking offended. Nope. Not if you all. can give me a compelling reason. If you can give me a compelling reason why something bothered you. If you're offended, I don't fucking want to hear it, really. Like, there's there's a certain limit that I have. And if sure. somebody's closed-minded enough to take offense to something, when they've already been clarified that this is politically incorrect and we're not going to watch our mouths, if you're going to get offended by listening, then there's, like, millions of other fucking shows out there. Really. Right. But if you have a problem with something we say and you need us to clarify our position, send us a note. If you think something's funny, send us a note. If you're, if you're butthurt because what you heard you think mean we mean this, hell, by all means, send us and we'll clarify. Well, you got to keep in mind that like most of what we say, it makes sense to us in our own heads. Right. It makes sense to us to each other because we know each other so well. Mm-hmm. We can't anticipate how you're going to receive what we have to say. We all the only thing that we know is the intent behind the delivery. Right. If that is being received in an unintended way, sure, I would love to hear about it. Mm-hmm. And if you can, you know, make a case for why maybe we need to rethink this position, I am very welcome to to hear your point of view. But as far as I've been able to reason through it, I don't see the value in mincing my words. Right. You know, like, um, I I had to go into the U.S. Post Office yesterday. Mm-hmm. And on my way in, I brushed past a, a, a black guy who was coming out. And I just said, oh, sorry, brother. And he looked at me and he said... So, kind of like how you would say it to me. Yeah. Uh, well, that's right. the thing. I mean, to qualify, I say I, I call everybody brother. If I don't know your name, I'm not going to be like, hey, buddy, or hey, guy. I was like, yeah, sorry, brother. And to me, it was just an acknowledgement that, you know, maybe I should have allowed him to walk out before pushing my way in because I was sort of anxious to get my business over with, get the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was just a, a courtesy, you know. Sorry, brother. He, he turns at me, to me and he says, I'm not your brother. <laughs> <laughs> Duh. So, I mean. Really? <laughs> so I, I turned to him and said, well, not with that attitude, you're not. But. <laughs> Which is sort of just a humorous way to lighten the situation, but uh, (laughs) underneath it all, it's like, there's a good example of somebody assuming that they knew why I was saying things the way I was saying. I wasn't like, you know, what's up, my nigga? I mean, I'm on insensitive shit in that sense. Right. In that sense, right. Yeah. In many other senses, sure. (laughs) I mean, I I don't see how there was really room for for legitimate misunderstanding. What was he thinking, really? Oh. Hey, dumbass, you mistaken me for your brother. <laughs> like, hello? Okay, we would have, yeah, if we were actual, like, biological brothers, I think we probably would have noticed growing up together. Um, if it was a case of he thought that, like, you know, referring to a brother meant that I was intentionally drawing uh, attention to the color of his skin, it didn't even fucking occur to me. Right. Until after the fact that, like, because I was trying to figure out what his reasoning was for reacting the way he did. As far as I was concerned, I bumped into a guy in the doorway. I apologized to a guy. It wasn't like, oh, shit, I bumped into a black person. I better make this right. So, <laughs> oh, like, no, I got to be a homie. <laughs> so I'm going through life, and I see fucking people, man. So, like, that's why, like, if, if I make these stupid jokes sometimes, there's no real fucking weight behind it because I don't see, like, you know, I'm of mixed heritage. Mm-hmm. You're of mixed heritage. Mm-hmm. You know, part of part of your heritage is like um, indigenous North American, we'll say, Blackfoot. I'm a fucking Indian. Yep. Yeah. If I call you a fucking wagon burner, do you take offense to that? Well, as long as my wagon's not on fire, no. 
No, and just like if you call me a fucking spear chucker because of my like African heritage, do I give a shit? No, because it's said in humor. Well, I would never just say that to you to be ignorant. Well, it's the thing, and literally, like anybody can make these comments to me, and like I don't give a shit. But if you're being a, a, an asshole about it, like if it's a case of like, you know, you don't even have to drop the N word. Mm-hmm. You know, if you got some like bigoted hillbilly asshole in a straw hat chewing on a piece of fucking hay, and he's like, "Hey, boy." That I personally find offensive, and I think that the guy should just mind his shit because he's not saying it in good humor. He's saying it to be a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. I'm better than you. You're my slave because your skin color is different. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I think all of us need to be a little bit more sensitive. In, instead of being sensitive to all the things that might hurt our feelings, we should be sensitive to the fact that people don't always mean what we're trying to push on them. And you know what? Even if one of those words could be taken offensively, like brother. Why focus on the negative? The first thing out of your mouth was sorry. That You totally exit any kind of, of nice gesture for like an apology or something when you only acknowledge, well, I'm not your brother. You know, and, and I, like you, I use brother all the time, bro or brother. That's my common go-to. Mm-hmm. And I've called women brother. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it's such a habit. Let me tell you something, brother. Well, fuck. Perfect example. Hulk Hogan did it for years in the WWF. Um, <laughs> he did it for years. But you never saw anybody get up in arms when he was talking to Coco Beware like that. You know why? Because it was words. It wasn't meant offensive. Well, we it weren't, was we part weren't, of dialogue. We weren't looking for offense triggers. And I think that's the problem. Is people go through life and it's like... They're constantly like scanning the air, looking for these words that they can use as an excuse to get fucking set off. It's like you got an offense detector. Yeah. Like holy crap. So you go through life like night ri- night rider, you got your fucking scanners peeled and it's like, okay. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. Oh, somebody said something that I can be offended by. Who? I feel validated now. Like fuck you. Michael, somebody said neg- something negative to the LGBTQ. <laughs> You know, my, my, my niece, my favorite niece, probably like one of my favorite people in the whole world, yeah. is a lesbian. Okay. And I always refer to her as my carpet-munching niece. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, 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 I've been told I'm a homophobic bigot because of that, and I'm I'm really not. Yeah. I'm, I'm a fucking ally, mm-hmm. you know, as somebody with questionable sexuality himself. Right. I'm the last person who's going to fucking judge what you do well, with your ding-ding. Whether or not your orientation is questionable is irrelevant. The fact that she understands it and you understand it should be the only two people that need to fucking understand it. Yeah, fair enough. If somebody gets offended because you call your niece a carpet muncher, but she doesn't, who the fuck are they to get offended? Really? It's not them being called that. It doesn't bother the person that is being called that. Where does the offense really come in? You have no position to take offense because it's not fucking yours. Yeah, it's just people get their shit wound up into knots. And for why? I mean, I, we, we, we keep coming up with examples, right? I remember years ago. Um, I used another to, example. <laughs> I, I, I used to take transit to work. And as anybody who's ridden the bus <laughs> on a regular basis at a set time of day, you, you notice that you tend to see the same driver every day. Mm-hmm. It's the same fucking 
stupid people on the bus every day. That one smart person on the bus every day. And and whatever. It's like the same crowd. It's like you, you even if you don't talk to each other, you recognize who belongs and who doesn't. And you, maybe you have these little bus friends, whatever the fuck you have these limited <laughs> conversations with. Bus friends? <laughs> well, you know, like people, like you don't necessarily catch your name, but you like chat about the weather. It's like, oh, you know, how about that local sports franchise, whatever the fuck people talk about. <laughs> but I remember there was this one particular bus driver and he had like the best rapport with this blind woman that would get on the bus every day. So it's the same thing every day. She'd get on and, you know, fumble fuck her way to her fucking blind person seat, whatever the fuck they call it. <laughs> and true. the bus driver would make these shitty comments to her like, nice to see you today. Too bad you can't return the favor or things like that. Or, or hey, you blind bitch. <laughs> Good luck finding your fucking seat or shit like that, right? <laughs> And she would come back with, like, because the, the, the driver was, I think, of Indian descent, like East Indian. And she'd be like, well, you packy, I could smell you from here or something. Along those lines. <laughs> and they would just trade shitty, like, good-natured barbs back and forth, which, which was hilarious. And because I wasn't involved with the conversation and the, the regulars on the bus weren't involved in the conversation. It was obvious two friends that are just like shitting on each other as good friends do. Mm -hmm. It was nothing to take offense to. But after months of this sort of fuckery on the bus, somebody new came on, got on one day at the stop, heard this exchange, and evidently had lodged a complaint with the, with the transit authority, and that driver was not seen again. And oh, wow. I found out from talking to the the blind lady, she said that, you know, she had called to find out where her favorite driver was because she hadn't seen him for a while. <laughs> or ever. And <laughs> she, she was informed that he was no longer working that route because there had been a complaint or something along those lines, right? Wow. <laughs> so there are people listening to this that will think, well, that was completely justified. I'm not one of those people. And mm -hmm. fuck you for thinking so. Well, and nobody else was justified to make a complaint because because you're in the earshot of what somebody else says to another person does not mean you're part of the fucking conversation yeah i hate to break it to you and and, and that seems to be a thing you know well i heard this person say blah 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 i witnessed it it's my business like fuck you so if we can understand as a society that getting judgy over how two people two people physically relate to each other can we not figure out that maybe it's not our place to judge people in how they verbally relate to each other. Mm -hmm. Yep. Thank you for listening. This is and always will be a politically incorrect version of the Missionary Position Podcast. Mission Studios, the Missionary Position Podcast, their employees or its entertainers are in no way culpable for anyone being butthurt, slighted, or in any way offended. If you as a human being cannot accept that something may sound like a close resemblance to your situation and not be totally about you in your little remnants of an existence, that is your issue. And again, not the responsibility of the studio, podcast, employees, or its presenters. Send your opinions, hate mail, boob pics, full nudes, ideas, or questions in the form of an email to missionarypod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at missionarypod. And like us on Facebook at Missionary Position Podcast. If you are so inclined to help this broadcast get better, or just wish to help out, our Patreon account is patreon.com slash missionarypod.